Here at Just Baseball, we have teamed up with BetMGM for the 2023 MLB season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use code JUSTBASEBALL, and you will get up to a $1,000 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Step number one, download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code JUSTBASEBALL. Step number two, deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. Step number three, you will receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your bet loses. Just make sure you use bonus code JUSTBASEBALL when you sign up. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada. Call 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code JUSTBASEBALL and get your $1,000 first bet offer today. episode of the Just Baseball Show. This is the afternoon on Monday, June 12th. Jack McMullen here. You're getting set to listen to me, Arm Layton, and Walker Bueller walk through video of curveballs that we did. We love walking through these pitches with Walker, but we went really long for this morning's episode. Uh, so we included the 30 to 35 minutes that we did just you know, shooting the shit, talking ball with him. Um, this is the point of the programming that uh, I think is awesome via YouTube. It, it works really well via audio as well, so you'll be able to listen to this. Um, but go check out our YouTube because this is him walking through video that you see on screen of some of the best curveballs in baseball. You've got Clayton Kershaw, Charlie Morton, Joe Kelly, and left-hander Zach Thompson with the St. Louis Cardinals. So it, it's a really fascinating breakdown. This guy is so freaking good with his pitching mind, and he lets us in. And he talks about his teammate that's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer in Kershaw on that Cooperstown curveball. So go listen to this. This is the Just Baseball Show presented by BetMGM. Also, real quick, want to tell you about our friends at So Rare because it is totally reimagining the way that you can play fantasy baseball. It's an enhanced fantasy baseball, in my humble opinion. You collect cards. So far, my polls have been... Uh, on a weekly basis, depending on my finish. Uh, Nick Martinez with the Padres and Tanner Houck with the Red Sox. Kind of disappointing, but I'm riding McClanahan and Joe Ryan uh, until I pass. Fernando Tatis has been heating up big time. And Luis Roberts has been pretty good for me as well. So uh, I'm really happy with my guys right now. If you think you can beat me, prove it to me. Join our Just Baseball League on So Rare. 
have some fun, play fantasy baseball. That link is in our episode description. And without any further ado, here is our curveball breakdown with Walker Bueller. All right, curveballs. Yeah, we got some we got some cool examples. We got some excellent examples. So here's what we've got for you. This is again the uh, well, part of the we try to go starter, righty, lefty, starter, reliever. Yes. Kind so, of yes. So our four examples. We'll, we'll start with Kershaw, and then we'll go uh, Charlie Morton, Joe Kelly, Zach Thompson, who's a UK yeah. guy. Uh, he's from Indiana, but went to UK. Have you crossed paths with Zach Thompson at all? A little bit. I, when I go throw over there, I remember he was he was over there. Yeah. Um, that I'll I'll try and explain as we go. But got you. Okay, so we'll we'll start with Kershaw here. And what I did for these guys is I've got you know just a straight up curveball. This is to Anthony Volpe, and then I've got a, a sequence of him working off his slider to Ellie. So this is the first one to Volpe. Soft contact. I mean, it's it's the Cooperstown curve. That's the nickname on yep. on Twitter. But watch for this sequence real quick. This is a yep. slider dotted bottom of the zone to Ellie, and he follows with that. Yep. It's a breaking ball that bottoms out. So we'll we'll start with the Volpe thing here. What are you seeing from this one? Because this is the patented Kershaw curveball. Well, so first off, if we're if we're talking Kershaw, 89, 92, 93, 90, 93, right? Like this thing is 15 miles an hour off. The the kind of general standard of breaking pitch off your heater is 10. So that that's the first thing. Obviously, he's, he and he maintains arm speed, playing catch with him. Him and Rich Hill are the two that curveball seems to get faster as it goes, which is a weird phenomenon. It kind of it seems like it kind of gains spin or gains speed because they spin it so true. And so I think what makes this thing even more effective is like two thirds of the way there that are half the way there, they know it's a curveball, And then a quarter of the way, you know, three quarters of the way, it looks like it's speeding up. Like it, it's a very weird, like slow you down to speed you up to then they're out in front and it just is what it is. But Guys that haven't seen this pitch, Volpe, right? He's probably, until he touches that ball, he thinks he's going to kill it. Yeah. And he's just not. It, it, it's going to deaden and, you know, it's top spun. He's out in front. And it, if you can't, Kirsch is going to abuse young players. Like he just is. Yeah. And, and it's hard. Yeah. So I was going to ask specifically on, on curveball speed because obviously – Kershaw, it, it doesn't matter. You you kind of broke it down why seventy three is going to play just fine. But but it is relatively rare now to find low to mid seventy mile per hour curveballs that that are consistently effective. Is, do you think that's more because of Major League Baseball? Most of these guys are just throwing everything hard, or yeah, is it I, I very hard to do exactly what you just said? With yeah, I think the one key phrase in that is that like you can't find them that are successful. I think there just aren't that many of them anymore. Right. And, and I think what we've learned in this whole track man and, and pitch data thing is that it's not necessarily like the number it's how far away from average you can get. And you watch Wainwright and, you know, certain Kirsch is in that conversation. Obviously Kirsch has a little more on his heater still, but these guys are throwing 70 to 73, 75 on our curveballs that 20 years ago were pretty 
much the norm and, and now just aren't. And it just makes it something that people haven't seen very much. You know what I mean? Anthony Volpe, I think he was a first round pick out of high school, right? Yeah. Yep. He probably hasn't seen a 75 mile an hour breaking ball since high school. <laughs> he, so, he's a Jersey kid too. He might have not even he might seen, have never seen one. <laughs> no, he probably saw a shit ton of them. And they were probably all sliders, you know, like guys trying to throw them hard. Like, yeah. it, it's just probably been a while since he saw a, a, or since he's ever, he's probably never seen a ball break that much, but especially at that velocity and being tight and spun well. You know, I mean, there's 73 that you guys, I could probably teach you guys to go out and throw a 73 mile an hour curveball that moves yep. a certain amount. Like, yep. it's not spun like that and it's not located and sequenced and, and to be honest, like, you know, Rich Hill and Clayton Kershaw are the two best curveballs I've ever caught in terms of acting different than you think they are. And they're both, like, slower. Yeah. Which we'll go into with these reliever ones. But it's just – it's kind of crazy. And I think the only guy that's really doing it besides Kirsch from the left side is Rich Hill and maybe Libertor yeah. is probably yeah. the the other one that's – Detmers throws, like, a, a big slow one. But – um he's kind of changed what he's doing. He, you know, he needed that third one. And I think his third one has become his second pitch probably now. My last, sorry, one last follow-up before we go to the next clip. Is it because of like the reason why we don't see it as much? Do you think it's because those characteristics that the guys that you just named to have that on their curveball is just so difficult to attain? No, I, I think it's a really difficult thing to, we're coached so much on spin and spinning it hard and making it brick. It's, it's very difficult to make the ball break as tight as those guys do at gotcha. that velocity. Yeah, it's, it. so sim- it's so much easier to throw the hell out of a to ball. To just rip it. Yeah. Yeah, and make it do that. And, I, and mm-hmm. like I, I don't think Clayton could throw this pitch at 80 if he wanted to, but I think his whole life he's thrown this certain curveball, and he just knows how to clip it and make it do what he wants. So it, it's just kind of a, a generational thing maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think his curveball is going to go down with Sandy Koufax as one of the best left-handed curveballs ever. Hundred percent. So I, we don't have to spend much time on this sequence at all. But I was watching this in real time because it was Kershaw yeah. against Ellie Like it was, you know, yeah. hilarious. You got to watch it as a baseball fan. This felt so ridiculously intentional. Eighty-eight on that slider, dotted bottom of the zone, and then he follows with a curveball that probably starts in a similar spot. And then just so start in the same spot. So the thing about Clayton is his fastball and the slider spin exactly the same. So even the 93 probably that's in here in some 91, 93 looks similar. Then he goes slack. So he's probably starting three pitches. He might throw the up and away one as a fastball. So off this tunnel, but he probably threw three pitches that looked exactly the same and ended up like four feet different. Right. And that's what makes him so special. And, and the fact that that slider, so if you go back, like if he thinks this guy's taking this pitch, he will throw that slider 85% of the time for a strike. Like, and at that height, right? Like nobody's going to hit it there. It's a little middle for where he normally throws it, but I don't think he's trying to get a swing and miss. Yeah. Barnes is, Barnes is set up middle in as he normally is for Clayton. But it's not a bad slider, and it's his slider. So, they, and they look exactly the same. 
So pause right there. Go back. Pause right here. Where it's right under the F. Right under the F. Yeah, you're pretty close. There we go. Right now, stop it where the D is. Right. Okay, so that's right above the grass, right? Yeah. We're, we're talking half a finger under the grass. Now go to the next one. Okay. Keep going. Go, go, go. D. See, it's barely above it. Same spot. That's crazy. But it's now so watch weird. the L. Go under the L. It's already well below that. Yeah. Right. Like it gets out there. I mean, that, that's the only way I know how to see, like, tunneling now because we can see all this is like find something on the field see where they're coming out and there's, there's plenty of advertisements to reference so that, that's easier right. FanDuel what up no, <laughs> no but it, and that's 15 mile an hour different and it, it's only coming out this much higher right yeah that's Crazy. so cool dude alright moving on to Charlie Morton here I've got I think a sequence off the top Okay, so the one thing I'm, the reason I picked these two guys, right, is Kirsch is the curveball has become his, his third pitch. Yeah. One of the best curveballs ever, it's still his third pitch. This guy is one of the only guys now that's kind of fastball or sinker mostly, sinker curveball, and that's what he does. Occasional change up, but probably to certain guys. This is, I, I, I kind of see this as the original like sweeper. Right in that he took curveball and turned it right to left, and I just don't think anyone throws this pitch. Like we're talking about outliers, like nobody can throw this pitch. Yeah, I mean it spins at over three thousand RPM, and I, I started with a fastball at ninety four, well off the plate to Beatty, because he responds with this, yeah. and he got a call, but like. Dude, working that curveball off of that fastball. Well, go to the fastball. We'll do the same thing, right? So, try it. Let's stop. So, go back. I want to see where it comes. Okay, go. So, out of his hand, probably halfway. You're right under the R, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right here. And it probably ends up under the U. Yeah, it's got that arm side run for those that are like just yeah. listening. The fastball kind of starts just off the plate, then runs. Yeah, it's like it's all the ball. It's off the plate yeah. the whole time. Yeah, so, so halfway marker, it's on the R. Yeah, it runs <laughs> off, and now we go to the curveball. We're testing my finger uh, finesse right now. That thing's but, starting in the U. Yeah, that's starting even further out. Yeah. And he's getting a called strike on the outer black. And honestly, like, the the strike, the, the box is not helping him much. Like, that's actually pretty pretty close. It's, like, inside of the T. Yeah. So you're, you're talking, like... Like if you if you really look at it, it's like, and it's late and it's firm and he still throws it hard. Eighty one, and for what I, he's I feel doing, like, I feel like that ball could have been several more inches over the plate, and Beatty's probably not pulling the trigger at that because of how different it looked from or how similar it looked off the plate, and then how it darts back in. Yeah, that that's an auto take throw. Like, yeah, if he gets it out there, yeah. It's just so it's how he, he's hard. He's tough. And, and the thing is, he, what Charlie does, I think, better than anyone is kind of understands swings and, and or not swings, mentally when a guy's going to swing. And he'll throw the one that starts at the hip when he assumes they're taking, right? And then throws one over the plate that darts to the left when they're not. Yeah. And that, that one at the front hip, like you can throw curveball 
for a strike on the outer third and they could be taking the whole whole way. It's not going to impact them. Like they're not, there's no like visceral jump back or anything. Mm-hmm. When he's throwing strike breaking ball, like it's Adam to strike and they're moving. Same with lefties though, is it looks so far out there. Yeah. But it changes their perspective of where the strikes are missed. Yeah, no, I mean, you see this curveball to Beatty, and I mean, this looks like it's headed to the righty batter's box, and yeah, he clips the corner. This one to Tommy Pham is like yeah. quintessential Charlie Morton. Yep. I mean, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know if this is something that he picked up in Houston because McCullers does something very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, there's a few guys. Garcia does that as well, pretty well. Um, Valdez is kind of a different breaking ball. His curveball is just kind of hard and big and really clips it. But I don't know if this is a Houston thing, but they, they seem to be able to throw these balls in certain areas that it almost looks like they already know what the guy's thinking, right? Like, yeah, he's going to take it. I'll throw it right at him and it'll scare him and it's still a strike. And oh, I think he's going to swing. I'll throw it right over the middle and it'll it's going to be a ball. He'll swing. Yeah. What's interesting with the two guys real quick too. I mean, these are two guys that I think have just continued to pitch longer than anyone thought they would in Morton and Kershaw. Would you say the breaking balls are a huge part of that? I would say number one, don't ever say that about Clayton Kershaw ever again, but (laughs) fair, fair, fair. fair, fair. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, Morton's certainly an example of that. He's kind of reinvented himself two times now. Uh, he had like the holiday thing going for a minute and was really good in Pittsburgh for a minute and then got to Houston and kind of did it again, has become this sinker slurve curveball thing that, you know, he started throwing 96 at however old he was and, and curveball is kind of insane in terms of the spin. Right. So uh, yeah, I think it is. I think the ability to spin the ball is something that doesn't go away. I also, uh, you know, you look at Rich Hill and, and the way he can spin it, like, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter velocity. You, if you throw the ball a certain way, you're going to throw it that way forever. And yeah, you know, I I think both of them have have relied on it. What I wanted to show in the righty versus not even righty lefty, but the two clips is like Kershaw relies on that pitch to readjust everyone because his fastball and slider is so close. Morton lives and dies by that one and doesn't really die much on it, but yeah, but it's probably a 40% throw for him and he survives on it because it has this kind of two plane. You would think he would start throwing a cutter or something to hide, but he doesn't need to and he doesn't do it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's how special the ability to make that ball die or get depthy with right to left that not really many people do. I, I think probably the last guy that I can think of is AJ Burnett is probably the most similar. Well, cut again. Similar to his, the way he's kind of operating now. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've, I've been watching baseball for a long time. Fellas. Yeah. I love it. All right. Two relievers real quick to wrap Joe Kelly and Zach Thompson. Kelly yep. here. Uh, I start with a hundred in on Donaldson's hands. This is that smoky air in New York. Yeah, this is, Morton, this is Morton on steroids, right? This is the same idea. Yeah. It's kind of low three-quarters sink. The, the thing about Joe Kelly's curveball is that it, 
it is extremely hard, but it yeah. does hit a wall and go downward, right? Like some of these guys will throw a break, certain breaking balls that really don't, they move, but they're not like curveballs. Like a lot of people will tell you this is a slider, right? Just yeah. because it's so hard, but it's not. I've seen the grip. I've seen how he throws it. And you also don't get reactions on sliders that are down and away off really veteran hitters like you just got on Donaldson. Watch this reaction of this guy. And I don't I don't blame him. It's not his fault. Like Yeah. I mean this is ninety one. Right. And yeah. there's a there's a buckle down away at ninety one, which means this thing can only move a certain amount. It's not like this thing at 90 miles an hour, you can't make the ball move this much, right? You can make it move like this. And he's getting some sort of buckle give up on 91 down away. Does does the arm side run of that hard fastball sure. in on him like that? How much does that really set up this pitch now breaking the other way? Like, do you think well, the, you talk about pitches serving a purpose? Like, that has to be in the back of his head after the heater. Go right? to the drawing board again. I'll show you where this thing starts. <laughs> go to the fastball. All right. Did you just There's pull a out a tunneling masterclass right here? Okay. Fastball. So that thing starts. All right. Let's say, where's our best guess where it crosses the dirt? Crosses the dirt. Really good video here. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, now, I, mean, I would say we're, we're at probably the E inside of the E around the dirt, right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably a little short of the dirt. So let's say the W, right? And this thing ends up down in, right? Yeah. So it's got real, he's got real life and movement. And then the curveball is starting at the W. At the W. And it ends up at the W. Yeah. It would dropping downwards. Nine miles an hour different, right? We're talking about 15 or 20 for some of these guys. That's nine miles an hour different. Yeah. And it's just staying right there. And that's the thing. You're like it's 191. It's not 90 and 81. Right. It's all firm. Yeah. Do you ever wonder how these guys hit it all? Like it's it's insane to me. No, I got one homer. I'm not really that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not impressed. Sick. Not <laughs> impressed. Um, no, all right, there, there's certain guys I don't understand how anyone ever touches the ball. Um. Yeah. Trying last one. To. Last one to torque. This is 90, and like the dot says center cut, but that's such an awkward swing. From that guy on 90. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of the new thing, right? Is the up curveball. Or even Giolito started doing this, the up changeup, right? For a long time. Giolito was like, I don't know if you want to sign or you almost want to sign on, throwing like up changeups. Like things have changed in terms of the way guys are trying to swing. And um, mm. nowadays. What's the difference with. Oh, well, sorry, the, the, the launch angle of the swing has, has dictated some, some changes, right? Like, this pitch is hung now if it's like six inches lower than that. That's what I was going to ask you. What's the difference between a, a hanger and the up change or up? up yeah, up. well, the, the basis of the hanger has always been that in certain spots, guys can't spin it as good. When yeah. it's up, the assumption is that you don't spin it as good. Like he spins this ball really good. Yeah. yeah. So if it's hung at 90 and it's a knuckle curveball, like it's probably not going to be hung. Like it's not hung. Like, There's no such right. thing. Fun, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, so this is Kelly with a firm one, and then I go to Zach Thompson as well. 
and this guy's got a unique one because it, it's a big one for a lefty reliever. This is mid seventies, but I mean that that thing's breaking a shit ton, dude. Yeah, and it, you can see in some of these swings, it's got like uh, again, it's got like a little power to it, right? Like Rich Hill, Clayton Kershaw. Like you can see the difference in these two pitches. This one is thrown with like intent and has like some lack of a better term, like fuck you to it, kind of. Yeah. The first one's kind of laid in there. It's supposed to be a strike, and he's trying to throw a strike. Right. And it's one mile an hour different, right? Like, he's really trying to throw the shit out of the second one. That one's laid in there. It's 1-0. Some, you know, assumed take. This one's 2-2, like, trying to induce a swing, and he does. And the, the biggest thing might be it gets a little more lateral when he throws it with intent like in terms of the ball comes out straight out of his hand and then goes that way as opposed to here right it's not always just a velocity difference it's direction difference and and spin differential probably in terms of the axis of the ball but yeah he spins it really good he's he has since he's been at uk and you know I've, i've known him for a little while seen him throw over there you know he's got a special ability to to get to the front side of the ball um but yeah those are two really it's kind of it's a cool look at kind of strike breaking ball versus not and again when we're talking about the hanger thing like the height of that pitch is not perfect right yeah but that's what gets swings is that thing starts higher want people want to launch it and uh, the eyes wide and, and it's even a curveball that you're talking east-west. You're not talking like that ball's off the plate. It, it doesn't ha- necessarily have to bounce. But Clayton gets all the swings on bounces, right? It's just it's a different pitch and spin direction and all that kind of stuff plays into it. But, yeah, four good, four good curveballs, four different ones. Love it. Walker Bueller, you're the man. Thank you as always. We kept you long. So enjoy your week, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah? All good, fellas. Thank you.